You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network. Well, the episodes that you thought were lost because it's lost, and we're back after a while of not doing these. We are finally continuing on this coverage of the show that is called Lost. Remember that show? Well, probably not because we have been here for a while. I'm just repeating myself so much now that we're just going to get into this episode right now. It's called The Glass Ballerina. Yay! It aired on the day that it aired on. Um, and of course, would be the 11th of October, 2006. It was written by Jeff Pinker and Drew Goddard, directed by the esteemed Paul Edwards. And uh, this, of course, is the second episode of the third season, if I didn't already mention that. My name is Ben, and quit staring at my ass. And you'll see your uh no omni da manasol bring up some da What? <laughs> In Korea so long I don't know what you're saying anymore. I need sun to translate. <laughs> see that sounded impressive, but I literally just said hello, my name is Nora, it's nice to meet you. Um, the only I shouldn't, you I know. shouldn't pronounce that. <laughs> it sounded good, but uh, I do like the idea that I've lived here long enough that now when I talk to you it's <laughs> I've just switched, which will happen to some in season six. You'll just switch back to Korean. Um, so, yeah, if you were expecting any more Korean, you're probably not going to get it. Well, lucky for us, we're in a Korean episode because uh, I should address the elephant in the room is that, yes, it's been a few months since we've had these, but uh, look, you know, one of us lives in Korea, one of us lives in New Zealand, we've sort of become a bit more multicultural, um, <laughs> so, you know, life happens. We're trying to branch the podcast. Yeah, we're really trying to franchise it out into different markets, you know, Noah's going for Korea, I'm going for the farm animals, so it's it's a work in progress, but eventually it will take on. But um, expect to hear a lot of that, that. That street in Seoul doesn't look like that. <laughs> I, I should know. I, that's completely unrealistic. The Opera House isn't in that part of Seoul. Like, what are they doing? You can't look at that way. That way. Yeah, I can't wait till we get to the New Zealand episode where I can point out that sheep doesn't belong in that paddock. It's over that paddock. Over that way. Um, we've been busy, all right, people. You know, apparently not that busy that we've still been able to do third watch and nip tuck episodes but whatever we want to put a lot of effort into lost because it's a good show so are the other two but anyway uh the glass ballerina no i mean it's been so long since we've talked about this show what better way to get back into it than with the esteemed <laughs> second episode of the third season right yeah, yeah um <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is not highly regarded by fans no. um <laughs> to me, it's kind of just the ultimate middle episode. Like, I don't hate it, but it's just very forgetful. And because we keep delaying these, I've watched The Glass Barrel- Ballerina more than I thought I would over the past <laughs> few weeks uh, as these recordings kept getting delayed. Um, all I can say is it's not further instructions, <laughs> which <laughs> is, is a good review for The Glass Ballerina. Uh yeah, it's an awkward thing. Coming off the season premiere, it's a bit of a, a low. And if you remember back to season two, we the second episode was Adrift, where they were on the boat, also on the boat, uh, through the whole episode. Um, so I think maybe Lost does suffer a bit with the second episode slump of their seasons. But, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... Um, I mean, I... I 
just watched basically it's been so long since you and i've done these that i managed to finish watching chronologically lost and um (laughs) i was just saying to you that kind of you just forget because you get used to it in this chronological order so basically you get all the flashbacks together and then you get all the island stuff together and you kind of forget what's intersected on what episodes um and i mean it's I, we've talked about it before. It's definitely a unique and very good way of watching Lost, but doing that. But, um, you know, I mean, you don't get the joy of watching young son break a glass ballerina, which, I mean, is this ever explained? Why does she do it? Uh, like, am I just missing you know, the but- subtleties of what this is meant to mean? Am I dumb? I mean, you can answer that truthfully. I know you will. Uh, but- I would promise a chronological Lost uh a recap, but right now we're averaging at about four month gap in between episode <laughs> reports. So, um, if we're still alive in 2026 when Kevin Spacey makes his comeback, um, maybe, maybe we can get chronological lost and we can revisit this flashback. We will, we will again. do it for the 50th anniversary of Lost when we're just wrapping up the fifth season. So, uh, well, the 50th anniversary of our show. <laughs> Uh, just on Kevin Spacey, random side note, House of Cards was terrible without Kevin oh. Spacey, all right? Just pointing it out there. Uh, yes, okay, he allegedly did some bad things, but for God's sakes, give him a proper send-off and make the show good again. Uh, I'm going to start wearing a red hat and make House of Cards great again. I'm sure that will go down well. Um, but uh, how do we do this? I always forget, Noel. We do flashbacks and island stuff separately, don't we? Okay. Um, pretty simple then, really. Uh, we have a glass ballerina straight away. Literally a glass ballerina. Uh, so it's good that this episode isn't going to lie to us. It smashes on the floor. Um, and a little Asian girl, who we don't know who it is at first, but then we realise obviously it's going to be Sun, because we see her dad, who hasn't aged, um, like at all. The guy looks <laughs> as young as he does when he's old. Good on him. I can tell you Korea is very into their beauty products, so maybe he's just big into all that kind of restorative thing. I thought he was going to say he's very, they're very into glass ballerinas. It's like this all year. Well, you, that's <laughs> you break a glass ballerina. <gasps> no! You are going <laughs> down. I love... Uh, we're already back into Lost with here, but they have a page for the young son, or, or the actor, Sophie Kim, and I love their descriptions. <laughs> She's Korean-American, and despite never speaking Korean before in her life, she was able to deliver her lines effectively enough to convince all but the Korean-speaking public. They <laughs> <laughs> did a quick survey of the entire country of Korea. Did you believe it? Did you believe it? Did you... No, no, no. All right, no. Okay. Very unbelievable. <laughs> I was not convinced. <laughs> it's a common thing. You just walk uh, around the streets of Korea and there's constantly people uh, asking you questions about Lost. Did you believe it? Did you believe it? Did you believe it? I actually did uh, um, understand some of the Korean here. She was talking to her when she blamed it on the maid, though. So um, before we know, I won't even need the subtitles for these guys. <laughs> Is that because you have a maid? Uh, and you just know the word for maid in Korean. <laughs> well, my work, of, my place of work kind of has a maid, if you call a cleaner a maid. So, <laughs> in a way, yeah. She empties my cleaner a maid. Uh, in most Western countries, they call them cleaners. But, I mean, I don't know how it is in Korea. Obviously, they can refer to cleaners as maids. Uh, maid, fetch me a toilet roll. Uh, I want oh, a maid. Okay, I, I just want to be known that I'm not saying that the direct translation is made. I'm just saying one of the words was similar to 
Um, well, basically, her father approaches her and says, did you break it? No, who did it? The maid. Oh, if if you tell me the maid did it, I'll have to fire her. The maid did it. <laughs> God, this episode doesn't paint Sun in a good light at all. I don't understand it. Like, little son's a bitch, basically. <laughs> Who's his poor maid? Where's our little flash forward episode of the maid, you know, slumming it on, you know, Jumping Skid Row room. because she's been fired for not even doing what she did? <laughs> the thing is, I'm sure they probably would have fired her instantly and she would have done it rough, so. <laughs> she's gone down to Centrelink. Just, you know, lining up. <laughs> I need a job. I got fired. I didn't do it, but anyway. Um, Jumping into the hand river. <laughs> later on, uh, we're fast forward well, you, time. You're wondering about the glass ballerina, but do we? is there some sort of, like, lost wiki? Oh, there is, actually. Uh, Hang on a minute. Oh, there is a page. There is. Owned by the Peck family. Oh, I've missed Lostpedia. <laughs> Glass ballerina first scene, the glass ballerina last scene, the glass ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> is there a theories page? Oh, there is! <laughs> oh, miss this. Oh. First introduced, last scene, owned by the Peck family, used by, not available. <laughs> There's actually not any... Like, there's a link to a theories page, but there isn't any oh, theories. And you have... They got deleted. Anal- they yeah, too controversial. Um, <laughs> analysis. The breaking of the glass ballerina may represent Sun's willingness to harm others in favour of protecting herself at all costs. Um, it could also signify Sun's broken youth. Or the... <laughs> <laughs> a replicable oh. loss of purity and innocence, quality symbolised by a ballerina. Ooh, I've seen Black Swan. They're not all that innocent. I like that movie. I'm sure you've seen <laughs> This is, yeah. Uh, the ballerina prop used in the episode is a Swakowski crystal figurine. They're expensive. <laughs> Damn made. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway, so in the future... Well, it's not really the future. I guess it's the present. Whatever. Um, son is in bed. The past. What? Did I miss something? It's the past. Oh, the past. Well, you know what I mean. What's well, the future from the little girl? And <laughs> <laughs> the past from the older girl. Oh God! It's like a Back to the Future space time <laughs> continuum thing. It's like lost. It's like lost. Let's just do this chronologically. Oh wait. Um, son is in bed with what's his name? The Jai Lee. Is it Jai Lee? Jay Lee. Lee. Oh, yeah, don't like him. Your favorite. But so this is this is the first time we've actually seen them officially. They're sleeping with each other, right? Yeah, from memory. Yeah. yeah well, you know, it's, I'm not going to say the word. It's just son, just you're not right here. Like, no. Okay, poor old. I'm very disappointed. Poor old Jin is at home not doing anything. Um, so, yeah, they basically, she talks about feeling guilty that she's married and he wants her to run away with him because she speaks good enough English now. Gives her a pearl necklace, Ben. Uh- Can I just say, <laughs> Ben, not to knock, not to really get nitpicky and stuff uh, about these Korean scenes, but hey, I know a lot of Koreans who speak fluent English. Her English is not good. Her English is damn amazing. 
even the people I know who speak the very best English are not talking the way she's talking. And like, she had to learn this for lost, didn't she? She didn't know English beforehand, did she? Uh, I don't think that's... Oh, it was the other way around. No, no, sorry. Daniel Day Kim forgot Korean. Yeah, he... he, Well, not forgot. He learned. Well, I knew there was some... One of them... I knew one of Sun or Jin, like, they had to learn it again. Yeah. uh, Daniel Day Kim learned Korean. But Daniel Day Kim is just amazing, so good on him. Yeah, he's... Have you you met him yet? No. (laughs) Have you seen him? Is he your neighbour? Like... (laughs) Oh, I wish. Oh, imagine if he was your neighbour. Imagine if he just walked outside. <laughs> like, oh, Daniel, how you going, mate? Good, yeah, cool. Can I borrow some sugar? That would be great. Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, some of my Korean co-workers um, do know who Yeonjin Kim is, or Kim Yeonjin, as it should be, um, just from Korean movies. So that was quite a cool little tidbit to discover when I showed a picture. Oh, I know her. She played the spy in... <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. So that's quite cool, I thought. Have you seen any movies with, like, Korean movies with her in it? I was recommended one, but I haven't got around to it. I mean, it took us four months to record the next <laughs> episode two of season three, so I'll get there eventually. Well, well, Noah, I will say that in the space of you and I last recording, and it was 12 months ago that we discovered that Emily DeRaven was in a movie called Santa Slay, we watched Santa Slay. It is amazing. You need to go and watch it. <laughs> I'm very jealous. I would love to see. Santa and I have Slay. to say, Emily DeRaven with an American accent, much better actor. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't shock. Me. Like in in 30 seconds of screen time in this movie, I'm like, God, she actually can act. Um, like <laughs> destroyed everything that she did in Lost, basically. Anyway, that's uh, download Santa Slay recap now available online. Uh, so yes, uh, she gets a pearl necklace, the form of jewelry, and uh, there's a knock on the door. It's the male maid, the the door person who works at the hotel, and Sun's father comes in, <gasps> da, 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 and tells um, Sun to get dressed because you know she doesn't want to be naked this in front is of where her dad. She needs to say it was the maid. <laughs> <laughs> You do realise if you tell me it was the maid, she will be fired. It was the maid! Oh, it's the same maid who just got her job back. She just got her job back after all these years, after begging and finally proving her innocence. (laughs) Nope, nope, done it again. (laughs) Damn, maid. Um, So, anyway, our next one... Uh, Jin is called in to see Sun's dad. There's a problem. Uh, there's an employee been stealing from me. We're going to go deliver a message. Uh, Jin doesn't want to do it. He's going to quit. Uh, and then Sun's dad basically is like, this man has shamed me. You married my daughter. That makes you my son. Go and restore my honor. Like, just poor old Jin. Like, Jin, like, poor Jim. Go knock on his door right now, Noah, and say, I feel sorry for you, Daniel Day Kim. And then come back to recording. Um, because that's just not right. <laughs> How much my yeah, Jin has he has it rough in this episode. Yeah, well, he does, and he has it. Is I see, I'm so thrown out with the continuity of this show right now. I should not have watched Chronological Lost. Um, <laughs> because he hasn't. She's found out she's pregnant, but he hasn't found out that he she slept with no. Because Juliet tells. I'm just spoiling it for everyone. Juliet tells Jin, doesn't she? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, we only that. We've only known Juliet for one episode. Jesus, I can't remember. I've just seen her do all the things that she does. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so stop me at any point here. I'm just going through all these flashbacks. Jin uh, comes home to Sun. They have a very typical married relation uh, conversation. How's your day? Fine. Saw your father. Call me son. Wanted me to deliver a message. Okay. Um, and then they have a fight. Um, and uh, Jin basically says, I do all of this because I want... This is what it takes to be married to you. And then he says, he storms out. He's going to go deliver the message. Um, so... It's, I mean, it's, Sun, do you think Sun knows that this is the message that Jin's delivering? Because I think it's, I mean, it's suicide, obviously, when we get to this point. But is it ever explained or is it ever kind of implied that Sun knows that this is the message that Jin has to go deliver? I don't think it is, but I don't think it needs to be. But, I mean, her dad caught her naked in bed, so (laughs) this... I mean, I I think she's she's not an idiot. She's probably pretty clued in at this point. Well, she breaks ballerinas and gets maids fired, so she's not an idiot. She's a little psycho <laughs> girl. Um, Jin's waiting in the car. She also accidentally murders someone <laughs> later. <in this> episode. <laughs> accidentally. Um, Jin, meanwhile, in the car with a gun. He goes up, um, bangs on the door, and basically bashes this poor guy. Do you know why I'm here? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You will leave this country. Um, and basically threatens him. So the thing, this is one of those ones in a, like a TV show or a movie where kind of, you know, obviously our bald friend assumes that he knows that he slept with his wife, but he has no idea. So it's kind of, you know, double meanings to each other. I like that. Jin leaves the hotel and then all of a sudden, um, I've written here in my notes, uh, ugly guy jumps. Uh, (laughs) 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 I don't like him. He slept with son. All right. Poor Jin. Um, So later on, we get the funeral. Again, as I've written here, funeral of ugly guy. Um, Son is there. Uh, Jin, uh, not Jin, uh, son basically asks her dad, will you ever tell Jin? And her dad says, it's not my place. And then we... Oh, I should have mentioned that when Ugly Guy jumped out of the hotel, he was holding the pearl necklace that Sun gave him. So, cool, that's nice. Uh, and then, yeah, Sun's dad tells her to go home to her husband. Uh, and <laughs> I do like here on Lostpedia how you have the musical notes, The Last to Know and Pagoda of Shame. Pagoda of Shame is playing in the background, <laughs> just for those at home. Um, I mean, it's a Jin and Sun flashback. They're usually good. This one's probably the most meh of them all so far, right? Yeah, it's not the greatest one. Um, probably not the worst. I think it really heats up with the stuff with Jin and Jai Lee. That's the kind of good stuff from Sun and Jin flashbacks, that kind of dramatic K-drama type uh, thing going on there. But, yeah, otherwise it's just goes out of its way to just show Sun in the worst light it really can. Um, and I love Sun, but it's kind of rough to watch her doing all this stuff, uh, sleeping with Jay Lee and breaking the glass ballerina, which is just very hurtful. Um, it, it's decent enough. We're going to see worse flashbacks like next episode. But, um, <laughs> yeah, not one of the best. Bye-bye, Jay Lee. Your dream has come true. We never, we never see him again, do we? Uh, yeah, from memory, this is his last appearance. Aww, what a shame. Um, I am so yeah, sad. Yeah, that is... Do we eulogise the prick or not, really? 
I mean, you hated him more than I did, but he did sleep with some, which is very upsetting. And then I love the theories that he was going and sleeping with a 12-year-old Shannon or whatever we were reading um, as his mystery girl. But, yeah. Jay Lee, not the, not the shining spot of, of Lost, that's for sure. He was in a total of three episodes. Um, yep. Family members, Mrs. Lee, mother. <laughs> cool. Son's wife, one lover. <laughs> Jai Lee is the name of a Korean-American comic book artist who has illustrated titles such as Inhumans, Namor the Submariner, Hellshock, and <laughs> Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I look forward to covering um, Namor the Submariner coming soon on the Earth <laughs> Network. <laughs> the Submariner? Uh, one of them, I don't know. Um, I haven't gotten any smarter since we last spoke. No, you should know that. I live in New Zealand now. Um... So, uh, shall we just go through the rest of the stuff? Do you want to separate it in... I mean, Glosspedia has separated it into On the Elizabeth and at the Palaferry, or On Hydra Island. Ooh. Um, I mean, I'd just go through my notes here. It's whatever. What would you prefer, Noah? Uh, any way that floats your boat works for me. <laughs> well, speaking of boats, um, someone's on one and she's having morning sickness. Oh, look, it's sun. Uh, Jin comes in, Jin wants to leave, he wants to, uh, get out of there, uh, saying that Jack should have been there by now, um, and, uh, Sun basically takes Saeed's side, uh, cause Saeed thinks they should wait a little bit longer, um, and then we find out the whole dramatic t- plot twist, Sun can sail a boat, <laughs> oh, <laughs> been waiting for this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we then have I'll, I'll just cut between everything we've got here Jack is in his little cage um, And Juliet Yeah, Juliet uh, Asks if he's feeling any better Brings some soup in Jack doesn't want it Juliet comes out And then Ben there I do love the way Ben's just like You never made soup for me <laughs> <laughs> He's jealous I love Ben I love Ben and Juliet oh. <laughs> I thought you were about to say I love soup <laughs> Until I do too. Mmm, soup. <laughs> Is there a Lost Wikipedia page for soup? <laughs> Probably. Sure, there fucking is. Oh, God. Oh, no, there isn't. It says Juliet brings Jack soup. She made herself. Uh, <laughs> um. Then, so do we, we don't know who, what this woman's name is right now, do we? Her name's Colleen, if I'm reading this correctly, but, but we don't know at this point who she is. Um, she tells Ben that they found a boat. I do, oh, that's, uh, sorry, Saeed and everyone has got a boat. I do love Ben's reaction, the way he's just like, how? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the way he says that. Uh, says to go out. She, she comes in and she's called Saeed, like, who's got the boat? The Iraqi. <laughs> Racial profile. Like, if, if it was, like, who? If it was Locke who had the boat, it wouldn't be, oh, the white guy. The baldy guy. The Iraqi. I mean, again, th- his name's Saeed. In all fairness, like, out of all the people there, if you're going to profile him, he's the one who looks like he would have a name, the Saeeds. That's all you need to say. Um, They've got whole booklets that have ongoing details about every sort of aspect of these people's lives. They know their middle names and first names and last names but it all boils down to the Iraqi <laughs> that's where Ben needs to pull I mean, her was- up now now Colleen what did we say about sorry Saeed Farah he's the one who's got the boat 
I mean, it was 2004, so different times. Yes, back when racially profiling was cool. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> um, <laughs> did it, here's a random little story for you. Uh, it's like so short that it's going to be like something that I can't think of that's funny. When Colin and when Mallory and I were just in Winnipeg with Colin. We were driving around the beautiful city of Winnipeg. We pull- what? I wasn't there. Well, you should have been. Uh, why weren't you there? Um, we pull up at a traffic light, all right? This, like, family, like, there's three people are walking, you know, across the road. They were of another... I don't know where they were from. They weren't white. They were oh. of another culture. Oh. No one in the car is saying anything. Colin turns to me and goes, don't say anything racist, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Like what the hell? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> that is very funny. That, was, yeah. that hurt my and feelings. A, a very good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's always quick right. to, to pull up on things that didn't even happen. Anyway, um, so yes, smart man. Smart, he's a very smart man. Um, Ben wants to get the boat. I don't love the way that creepy way he says, like, "I want that boat." And Colleen, I want that boat. Um, so we got Sawyer trying to get a fish biscuit. <laughs> I love fish biscuits. And we tried to look them up last time, didn't we? It was like four months ago. <laughs> we never. Well, there was a recipe, wasn't there, for fish biscuits, but it didn't work. <laughs> the link. <laughs> oh, Disappointing. Yeah, I would have had plenty of fish biscuits by now. Um, Sawyer and Kate get dragged off to uh, work. They stare at uh, Colleen kissing the guy guard. I love the way he's kind of like, you know, what are you looking at? I love, I love Sawyer in this episode. <laughs> Just like this cockiness he has to him uh, around like the working. He's great. So funny. Um, meanwhile, back on the boat, son, sorry to Jin. Uh, he says she shouldn't have disagreed with him at all. Um, and they have a discussion about why she came on the boat. Um, Kate and Sawyer are chopping up rocks. Uh, <laughs> I, I, what's, what's the bit where Kate says, like, you expect me to work in this dress or something like that? And he's like, you can take it off. And then I love the way Sawyer, like, gives him, gives her a look. And then she's just staring at him and he's like, how dare you? <laughs> what was it? Evangeline Lily came out and said that the people on Lost made her do some uncomfortable things uh, that she didn't want to do, like, They've got, like, whole scenes where they're saying, oh, you can cut rocks naked. Like, this poor girl. It was... I think it was this season, too, wasn't it? Like, was it in the last episode when she was in the shower, or was it when she's, like, oh, naked having sex in a few it. episodes? Um, I think it's the whole season. Because well, I, I definitely know it's season three. They said so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look at us analysing current trends. Um, what? <laughs> I do like when they're like, she asks a question, uh, Kate asks a question, and then the way it's like, I got a question, boss! <laughs> it's like, shut up! <laughs> she got to ask a question! <laughs> Sawyer is great in this oh, episode. So Saving great. So, so good. Um, they want to see Jack, but they just basically make them do rocks. So why are they doing these rocks? Is this found out, or are they just being assholes to them? Well, this is one of those nice connections um, that people, I think, underestimate. One of the cool things about Lost and its connection between the later seasons is what they're building right now is actually the runway 
that they leave the island on yeah. in the final episode of Lost. So this is one of those cool kind of subtle things that I feel like people don't appreciate enough the way it was connected to the final season. But, yeah, the others were building a runway on the island, uh, and this is the one that they actually use and land the plane on and take off with. So it's kind of cool, I think. I didn't even realise that. There you go. I'm glad I asked it. That's cool. Um, and I just, again, I watched this chronologically, and I didn't even pick up on that. Um, how, I mean, how do you pick up on that? Or do you just read more than I do? You read, I guess. So that's probably a... <laughs> I've seen this show way too many times than a normal person should have seen. <laughs> you just basically, at one point, you click. You're watching this episode and goes, holy crap, that's the runway! <laughs> <laughs> they do mention building a runway on one episode. I'm just struggling to remember which one. Yeah. Uh, well, that's where you failed, Noah. Four months ago, you would have got that right, but now yeah. I just can't even remember. Easily would have got it. Yep. Um, so, Genie's uh, chopping fish at a dock. Oh, no, they, they go to the dock. They uh, Saeed says it will be safe. <laughs> I'm just trying to read my notes here. Saeed says, Saeed says God, go to shore. You really are. Safe. Not in chronological order, are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's cutting fish at the dock and they go to the dock. Um, Thunder child. <laughs> they're on a submarine. Um, they're stuck. Oh, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> I just watched that like two weeks ago and I cried. Oh, I can't. I'm willing. Can't, and you know, like, I can't wait till we get to the final season in like 2029 because, like, <laughs> I'll be crying like a baby. It's like, can I just point out the chronological loss is so good in the final season with the flash sideways? Like, it just, it makes it so much better. It makes more sense. I think I finally got it that time around. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, Kate, I've got Kate banging rocks, Sawyer staring at her ass. <laughs> That's. Extend of my notes. What does she need to say? Are you checking me out? No, you'd know if I was checking you out. <laughs> Still don't know what that means, Jack. <laughs> um, we see. Um, uh, oh, why have I gone blank on the name? Uh, uh, Ben's daughter. What's her name? Alex. Alex. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Alex Morella. Uh, he's in this. Uh, Alex. Uh, calling out Kate, um, says it's her dress. I love Alex. Alex is attractive, uh, and she's legal, don't worry. Um, she's saying that the dress looks better on you. Um, that's to Kate. Uh, and a good facial acting from Evangeline Lilly there. Can I just point that out? When, like, Alex says, you know, that dress, you know, it was mine. Just the look on Kate's face. I think it's really good. Have you, <laughs> have you seen, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp at all? No, but I would like to see it purely for Evangeline Lily, really. It's worth it. She's good. We like Evangeline. Is she great? I mean, she's not... It's, there's not as much Wasp in it as you think there should be, but she's great. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is called Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> but Ant-Man's my favourite Marvel superhero, so yeah, I loved it. It was good. Um, it's very much the same as the first movie, to be completely honest, but Evangeline Lily's in the title, and she looks good in a tight suit. Um, so... <laughs> Quit. I wanted to say that I wanted to see it to see how how nice she looked, but then it goes against some some of the stuff she was talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I didn't say it, but then you said it anyway. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm old. You know, come on. Um, so uh, so yeah, he's this is where stop staring at my ass. Uh, yep, I've already said that. So he's on the beach. They want to build quite a large fire. Um, 
And uh, Saeed uh, is lying to Sun. Sun's like, why are you lying to me? What would you know about lying? <gasps> duh, duh, duh. Uh, and then Saeed mentions that he <laughs> believes that Jack and everyone has been kidnapped and that they're building a fire to attract the others and that he's going to kidnap two and kill the others. And oh, then basically... God, he's, he's rude. <laughs> so he's just back into full kidnap, you know, Iraqi mode now, isn't he? Oh, sorry, racially profiling. Um, they call me the Iraqi. Yeah. I will get revenge. Oh, they just, this is what they think I do. So I might as well live up to stereotypes. I'm going to kidnap a few people. Um, kill one of them. <laughs> But this is this is what's good about Saeed, though, because, I mean, we kind of lame boohoo Saeed after his love of his life died. So, We've got real Saeed back this season. We do, we do. Um, I, I think I really appreciated Saeed a lot more on the chronologically lost because, you know, he kind of goes weird at a certain point in the show, doesn't he? But still. <laughs> turns into a zombie. He before. literally goes out in the most stereotypical way in a suicide bomb. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> How did they get away with that? Oh, how can we kill off Saeed? Hmm, thoughts, anyone? Oh, he could kill himself with a bomb, yeah? Like, kind of sacrificing himself. Yeah, that's an idea, yeah. Who would have ever thought of that? Uh, just, come on. Um, so, yeah, Saeed wants to kill a couple of people. Um, and then uh, he says to Jin, uh, says to Sun to lie to Jin for another 20 minutes. And Jin's staring at this the whole time. So Jin's kind of watching. But, of course, we assume he doesn't know what they're saying because Jin doesn't speak English, allegedly. Um, Jin walks up to Saeed and he's like, done. And he says to Sun that he knows what they're doing, that he's understanding English better than they think. Um, and that one of those stereotypical moments when then Saeed gives in and says like, you know, to Jin, can you handle one of these? And of course he gets the gun and he all like changes it and takes the cartridge out and, you know, just that's, I mean, that's being done to death. Like, give that to me. Do you know how to handle this? I'd probably shoot myself. <laughs> you know, there, there is something in the, um, understanding more than you speak type thing with, I mean, I can understand shit on Korean, don't get me wrong. I can t- barely tell what anyone around me is saying, but there are times when I can get the gist of what two people are talking about through various things. I wouldn't be able to tell it about some lying gun plot thing, but <laughs> there is there is definitely something in understanding better than you speak or write or so forth. I, um... When I was have been in other countries where they speak other languages, I generally understand them because they generally are speaking in another language, staring at me and laughing. So I'm just generally going, okay, they don't like the way I look or something like that. You know, I've got the laughs and the stares. <laughs> <laughs> I can generally get the gist of that. Yep, yep, and generally, you know, and I know the word for foreigner, so I hear that quite a bit. <laughs> what do they like well, say, stupid white boy or something like that? <laughs> I I feel a bit like Jin because I can sometimes hear people say the word foreigner and I can tell they're talk, but they don't know that I know <laughs> that they're talking about. It. So it, I'm, I'm, it's quite fun, really. What was the um episode last season when Jin's like listening to um Bernard and that speak and they sound like Simish, like Komeshnada. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> miss the series. <laughs> He's like building a kitchen and set him on fire and take the door. Smash a glass ballerina. Put him in a swimming pool and remove the water. 
Oh, you could do that with Sun and Jin. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I just. You know, it's been eight years and I've not gotten over this. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get to Charlie this season too, don't we? Oh, my God. Um, that show that he was in in Australia, by the way, Bike Club, pretty good. Uh, he played a serial killer. He was pretty creepy. So I'll take your word. Yeah, well, so you should. Um, I've been the one going out watching all our favourite lost actors and everything else. I've been watching Bike Club, <laughs> Santa Slay. Uh, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp? What have you been doing? Um, Did you see Jet Matthew Fox's new thing? Oh, wait. <laughs> Actually, he was in something that was on TV the other week. We were flicking channels, and I'm like, hey, it's Jack! Uh, it's probably a news report. He's probably bashed another bus driver or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> where are we even up to? Oh, yes. I, I love that you said at the, at the top of the show, oh, Kevin Spacey allegedly did this. Matthew Box bashed a bus, <laughs> bus driver. It's a fact. <laughs> well, because I like Kevin Spacey, and I mean, I like Matthew Fox, don't get me wrong, but, you know, he bashed a bus driver, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> didn't he get found guilty? Oh no? I don't think so. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Matthew Fox. <laughs> you ever listen? I apologise, alright? We spent- Well, he's got time. He probably is listening. <laughs> we spent a whole episode doing a Mission Impossible recap this year, calling Tom Cruise gay so he would sue us. And it never happened. So, I mean, you know, if Matthew Fox sues us... I mean, Matthew we'll Fox some- gives off a gay vibe. <laughs> Might as well start off the rumours again, get a suit again to make some, you know, notoriety for ourselves so people listen to the show. Uh, Isn't Josh Holloway in Mission Impossible? Yeah, uh, he was in one of them. He dies in, like, the first, like, five minutes. Uh, so You really have been watching all of Lost. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, I, I saw Bernard in something the other day. What was I watching? Bernard was in... He was a judge in something. <laughs> so how to be a dentist? Uh, <laughs> what was it? He was judging something. I've seen arts oh, in a heap of things, and that's because I think since I interviewed him, it was like, hey, I want to watch him in things. He was... Uh, he played Jay Leno in a, a movie from the 90s about the war between David Letterman and Jay Leno. He actually is a really good Jay Leno. Um, and he was just in an episode of 911. So, um, yeah, was it Daniel Ro- Robeck? Is that his name? Um, yeah. Anyway, all right. I saw Cynthia Watrose gets lost. <laughs> did you, did oh, you wait, watch no, it? I Finally, I watched it. No, of course it. Oh, you I did. It was like weirdly okay. <laughs> it actually had some very oh, funny moments hope- in it, but it was also kind of lame. But, um, I think I told you I, I hope- watched I it. I watched it like cool. a year ago. Well, it's been a long time. No, I talk a lot. (laughs) I want to see the sequel, Matthew Fox Gets Lost. It's just like a 10-minute clip of him sitting on the couch drinking a beer. It's not even on YouTube. It's on, like, Vimeo. Someone knocks on the door. Go away, I'm busy. I'm living on my lost money. (laughs) Uh, How have they not rebooted Lost already, all right? Because, like, Murphy Brown got rebooted. (laughs) Like, who's sitting around it's... in 2018 going, fuck, I want to see Murphy Brown again? <laughs> Apparently someone <laughs> Murphy came Brown back. back. <laughs> Bring back Murphy Brown. <laughs> Although this is coming from someone who's doing a, a podcast series about Third Watch. So. Hey, just come on a sec. Like, I'm not calling for that to come back. 
I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm indifferent <laughs> on whether that should come back or not because no one would give a shit if it came back. But I mean, okay, like, in all fairness, if all of a sudden they announced third watch was coming back tomorrow, you would probably be a little bit angry. Like, hello, lost! <laughs> They'll do the Murphy Brown third watch crossover. Oh, it's been waiting to happen. <laughs> They're rebooting Northern Exposure, that 90s <laughs> random TV show. Oh, uh, well, have you, have you... And they've rebooted Heroes and Prison Break and all these shows. And I'm not saying they should reboot Lost, but it is um, absolutely jaw-dropping that in 2018 they've not rebooted well, it's, um Have you seen any of that show Manifest that started? Uh, it's kind of the new uh, Lost. I looked... I looked at it and I decided it will be cancelled, so I won't waste my time. I've been wasting my time. It's pretty bad. <laughs> like, when it started, what do they advertise it as? The new Lost. Like, everything's the new it's Lost. Literally it's literally about a plane. the show finished. <laughs> the new Lost. It started 14. <laughs> well, is Manifest better or worse than Cynthia Watros gets lost? <laughs> That's on par. <laughs> To be fair, it looks dreadful. Some of the like, acting uh, in it, it is terrible. Cancel. Like, let's be honest, network TV in 2018 is nowhere near as it was in 2004. <laughs> I've been reading, like, the comments about it on Reddit, and like, oh, oh I'm the one person who watches Manifest. <laughs> I actually think it's really underappreciated. Oh, you read my comments. <laughs> the characters and the storytelling. <laughs> like, come on, look at it. The only one that was the new loss that I actually found good was that Flash Forward. I like that show. Yeah, that was decent. It had Dominic Monaghan. It did. See, I, I, I used to be one of these people who watched all the new losts, but um, <laughs> I've given up on watching the new loss. But I do remember they posted a trailer for Manifest on Lost's official Facebook page. So <laughs> it really is the new lost. Yeah. And it's, 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 do you remember that one, The Event? That one kind of just like whittled off so much. Um, what else? The. Under the Dome. <laughs> God, that got tired quickly, didn't it? Two seasons in. Oh, we're still under the Dome. I oh, was still under the Dome. Uh, and didn't they get out of the Dome and then back into the Dome? Oh. <laughs> this is coming from a show that uh, we're covering right now where they get off the island, they're back on the island. Back on the island. There was Alcatraz as well, mm-hmm. which had early in it. Yep. Revolution, which was god awful. Um, Murphy Brown, <laughs> the new loss. <laughs> <laughs> they need to start advertising shows of the new Murphy Brown. <laughs> Coming this fall. <laughs> it's the new Murphy Brown. Can we please? Critics are calling it. Just quit doing this right now and start a pilot episode of Murphy Brown. <laughs> I'm in. Oh my god. Anyway, um. <laughs> what, what is the most successful new loss, then? Um. <laughs> I don't think we can count cable shows. If it's going to be the new loss as well, it has to be. Mm, that's actually a good question. That works. Um. Maybe. I know it wasn't billed as the new loss, but maybe Heroes was the closest thing to Lost well, that lasted more than one season. What was that? Um, Revenge was really big for a while, wasn't it? Like, was that kind of a Lost, or was that more... I mean, I never watched it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably Survivor. Heroes, I would say. I mean, yeah. it's... 
you know, Manifest could have at least got a lost actor on. Like, I, I hear Cynthia Watcher for a year, Matthew Fox. <laughs> Uh, at least if you're going to piddle it as the new Lost, get some Lost actors in. <laughs> you, you see this new show coming soon. It's like, sorry, Matthew Fox, <laughs> it's you watch Rose. Jorge Garcia, Dominic <laughs> Monaghan, <laughs> Josh Holloway, Natalie Lilly. Oh, but it's not the new Lost. <laughs> it's Murphy it's Brown manifest. spin-off. <laughs> it's the new Murphy Brown. They're all in a sitcom. <laughs> Curly. And, and... <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Moya. Uh, <laughs> Bibby. <laughs> oh, Lord. God damn it. Rob. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Moon. Sun. <laughs> oh, God. This is why it takes us four months to do an episode. Because we're covering Murphy Brown in between. Yeah, secret, secret project coming soon to the Oz <laughs> That's what we've been doing in the four months. We can officially announce it now. You know like Eminem and Beyonce would just randomly drop an album like it's a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a Netflix and drop the whole season of Murphy Brown. <laughs> the internet was broken today as the Oz dropped. A oh, hundred episodes <laughs> of Murphy Brown Rika. Oh, two hundred and fifty-six episodes actually Jesus. of Murphy Brown. We better get started. <laughs> we crashed. We crashed the server. <laughs> we tried to do a Netflix and announce release all the episodes at once. <laughs> Surely there were some lost actors in Murphy Brown at some oh, point. There's your project right now, Noah. You've got to find the six Watch degrees of Kevin Bacon, Candace Bergman, Matthew Fox. Oh, Hayley Joel Osment is in the new Murphy Brown. Oh, Rale. God, you know, he's, people are struggling for an acting job if they've got a side <laughs> <laughs> I can just see the ads. He sees dead people, and now he sees Murphy Brown. <laughs> Oh, Lily Tomlin, she's good. <laughs> to be announced if she'll be in the new one or not. Oh, no, I can't wait. <laughs> I need to know now. <laughs> <laughs> the new manifest, Murphy Brown. Oh, you know, remember how we killed Roger Moore? Like, you know in like a month's time it's going to be announced that Matthew Fox has joined Murphy Brown. <laughs> Who's in Manifest? Anyone good? Oh, uh, no. They're not very good actors. Uh, <laughs> oh, Melissa Roxburgh is in it. My favourite. <laughs> the Melissa Roxburgh, best known for Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days <laughs> and Diary of a Wimpy Kid Roderick Rule. He said Snow Dogs. I was like, wow, you can't. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Don't get me. Oh, J.R. Ramirez as Jared Vasquez. Oh, Tyne Daly's in the new Murphy Brown. Oh, okay. <laughs> She was in Joe here. Narcisco, Captain Jarvis. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, are we going to talk about Lost or are we going to talking about Murphy Brown? <laughs> Murphy I'm Brown it is. Alright, Candace Bergman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do half Murphy Brown, half Manifest. <laughs> um, Jin's got a gun. Good for him. Um... They, oh, Sun's going to go wait on the boat because that's where it's going to be safe. 
Um, he's, there's another gun on the boat. Oh, if I they get past you, that means my husband is dead, and I won't care anymore. I'm gonna go break a ballerina. Um, okay. And have sex with a bold man. Where's the nearest one? Oh, hi, Lock. <laughs> Lock and son. Mm. I mean, he's beat Lock. There was Lock and Claire, and all these other ones. So why not Lock and son? Daddy Lock. Uh, we get that next episode, <laughs> don't we, Daddy Lock? They're oh, just yeah. looking for a daddy. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer, meanwhile, is staring at Juliet. She <laughs> she throws a bottle of water and he tips it out. Um, he then walks up to Kate and makes out with her. I've written here: random fat guy punches Sawyer. Uh, Sawyer, oh, Sawyer punches him back. Juliet points a gun at Kate. Um, and then Sawyer gets zapped by the taser. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, is, this, is that the first time Kate and Sawyer have kissed? Mm, no, remember when she wanted a kiss to get the asthma and healer back? Yes, you're right. Which is found in season Gone. six randomly. <laughs> <laughs> they answered all the big questions. <laughs> Um, I love, I love that uh, eventually Lily is talking about. Oh, they made me do all this stuff. Oh yeah, to, to, for the poor girl's asthma inhaler, you have to kiss <laughs> against your will so that some lady can live. <laughs> yeah, and you know Boone could have done it. <laughs> why didn't? Why was it Boone? They got. I'll do it. I'll kiss Sawyer. Yeah, well, you know we, we did. You know he was there. definitely bisexual. Yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> Sue is here in summer. Hold her, come on the show. Um, I don't think he's suing us. Yeah, I tried to get that into the show. They didn't. They weren't buying. <laughs> I, I invented bisexuality. It was all me. I just I created. Ian Summerholder should be on Manifest. <laughs> Ian Summerholder should be on everything, like Murphy Brown Manifest. <laughs> Lost reboot. <laughs> all the all the big shows. The spin off of Roseanne after that got cancelled, whatever it's called. <laughs> NCIS, <laughs> NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans, NCIS what happens Korea. If, uh, there's controversy it's controversy with Murphy Brown and they need to spin off it. <laughs> It'll be called Brown Murphy. They'll um target the uh, African American demographic. Um so, where are we? Um, I don't even know where we're up to. Jin and Sayed are in trees. They're watching. Sun is on the boat. She hears noises. Uh, people climb on the boat. Um, and Jin and Sayed are still watching. Don't think anyone's coming. And then we've got uh, the woman on the boat. Sun points a gun at her. Stop, I'll shoot. She shoots her. Um, <laughs> she thinks it's a glass ballerina. Accidentally shoots her. Yeah. Yep, just like OJ accidentally shot. <laughs> you know, allegedly. Sorry. I love in this show how people are just murdering people left, right, and center. It doesn't seem to affect them at all. Exactly. Like, these are innocent people on plane until they crash, and they're, what, they've been on there for 100 days, and now they can just kill someone, and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Charlie did it, son's done it. The Oceanic Six are just going to be like, yeah, we murdered. I mean, no, we didn't. We were found in the... I love it, though. Like, I know you, son, Hua Kwan. You would never shoot me. <laughs> Shouldn't she be like, I know you, Korean lady? <laughs> yeah, this is where it's ridiculous. I know you, son, Hua Kwan. And you, the Araki. 
Well, isn't it? Um, no, that was where I come from. Korean people hate black people. Like where I come from, white women hate uh, Iraqi men. That's why she calls them the Iraqi. Um, well, I mean, it's probably not wrong. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, son accidentally murders someone, <laughs> jumps off the boat. Um, Have you seen uh, Ray Donovan? Ray Donovan. She plays the wife in Ray Donovan. Oh, okay. Uh, I think she's a terrible actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's no... Uh, I know Candace you're trying to work, but... <laughs> She's no Melissa Roxborough, or whatever her name was. <laughs> That's true. We're talking A-list. Yeah, yeah. We're t- you know, the big names. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Melissa Roxborough. <laughs> I wonder if Melissa Roxburgh knows Matthew Fox. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Roxburgh gets manifested. <laughs> six days, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, Melissa Roxburgh, and Matthew Fox. Oh my God, we have no lives. Anyway, um, she's in the water. Jin swims in afterwards. Sun goes into um, Jin and Sun. Here, I actually in the water. I some words I knew. Jim was saying, Gonchayo! 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 Who was the maid? <laughs> no, Jim, Jim saying, I'm okay, I'm okay. Or, are you okay? I'm not quite sure. And then he was saying, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, so I was quite proud of myself. In their dire straits, I understood some of their language. I, I like dire straits, good band. <laughs> Mark Knopfler is a good guitar. Yeah, yeah. Is he your neighbour as well? <laughs> Mark Knopfler gets lost. You just you just live in a pretty good um, neighbourhood. You're Daniel Day Kim, Mark Knopfler, like everyone's your neighbour. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Roxburgh, whatever her name is. Oh no, she's too big lady for my apartment. Yeah, no, she she can't live in Korea. Like she would get mobbed by all the screaming Korean fans. Like you know, they yeah. love her over there. Bigger than BTS. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, here we go. Melissa Roxburgh and Matthew Fox have a bacon number of two. Uh, oh. <laughs> Melissa Roxburgh was in Star Trek Beyond. Oh, there you go. With oh. Zoe Saldana, who was in Vantage Point with Matthew Fox. Oh, I told you. Big, big wings. Yeah, very big. What about Emily DeRaven? What do you reckon? What do you reckon the uh, thing between Melissa Roxburgh? One. <laughs> they, they were in the Blue is the Warmest Lesbian Room, whatever it was called, the remake. Uh, Melissa Roxburgh was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, with Peyton List, oh, the esteemed, um, who was in Remember Me with Emily DeRaven. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. I get it. <laughs> um, so, Jin and San, oh, you know, I don't know what I'd do without you. Saeed says next time he'll listen to um, Jin. Can we take note of that? Does Saeed ever listen to Jin going forward in the future? <laughs> We're going to be on Jin Saeed watch for the rest of the show. Saeed, you said you would listen to him next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sawyer and Kate, meanwhile, are back in cages. Um, more cages. More cages. This is the part we all like. It's going to be a long seven episode. Uh, you taste like strawberries. You taste like fish biscuit. Um, this is where Kate finds out that his name is James. Uh, and then mild flirting. Mild flirting. Um, Ben's watching this all on the uh, camera screens, and Ben goes in to see uh, Jack. I do love. Like, I actually like this scene. 
Um, when Jack's yeah, this is the... go ahead. I interrupt. Yeah, this you. is great. I like this scene too. It's the Korean New Zealand time delay. We're interrupting each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love the way Ben's like, it's crazy. You know, a few weeks ago or what, a week ago, we were in the same spot, but reversed. Um, and this is where he introduces himself. And this is the first time we actually kind of get a proper introduction, don't we? Like, I what? think so. It's been four months since we watched episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Who is this guy again? <laughs> <laughs> It looks familiar. Um, you know, my name is Benjamin Linus. I've lived on this island my whole life. Um, Liar. <laughs> no, Ben doesn't lie. What are you talking about? Um, and, you know, kind of goes back and forth by telling Jack about the fact that they can leave the island. Uh, if he cooperates, he'll leave the island too, like Walt and Michael. Um, and then Jack's sort of questioning, like, if you can leave, why would you still be here? Uh, and I just love this bit when he says, you know, today's November 29. Since you've been gone, America re-elected George W. Bush. Christopher Reeve has passed away. The Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Uh, which I think ties in so well because, I mean, if you know anything about sport, the fact that the Boston Red Sox did win the World Series and that would have reacted laughter for most people at that point because it had been like, 70, 80 years since they had won the World Series, and it was just, a, you know, a long-regarded thing that the Red Sox would never win, and then they did. Um, so it was kind of, I guess, good timing that this show was set when it was, when the Red Sox did win it. So I do like the way that they play that into it. And obviously Jack doesn't believe this. Ben brings in the TV. It just reminds me of uh, when Sawyer and Jack... Oh, the... We're talking about... Yeah, they mentioned oh, about the... Sad. What did they say? Like, oh, that's... The Sox will ne- that's why the Sox will never win the World Never Series. win the damn series. Yeah. Um, it's just... It, it was much more innocent times in 2004, wasn't it? Well, it's... it's Christopher Reeve, the Red Sox, George W. Bush. <laughs> which... Who would ever thought... Who would ever thought we'd be looking back on this? And like, oh, George Bush, he was nice, wasn't he? <laughs> that's the thing that I think everybody is just lost, <laughs> literally, because... George W. Bush was hated. Everyone said he was, like, a terrible president. Okay, like, admittedly, after 9-11, he was liked. But, like, he holds the distinction for having the highest ever rating and then, the I think, previously before Trump, the lowest ever rating of, like, a president or something ridiculous like that. And he was despised. Like, I was like, oh, my God, when are we going to get rid of this guy? Everybody now wants him back. <laughs> like... You know, it suddenly Lost is being very dated with this one line. Which, can we just say that in maybe like 15 years when we finish doing our recaps, there might be people going, God, I can't wait for Trump to come back as president. Like, when we've got like The Rock <laughs> oh, as Kanye West as president or something like that. Matthew Fox runs for president. <laughs> Melissa Rocks. <laughs> president <laughs> Rocks. Oh, I fell out Americans. <laughs> Where's the baby? Oh, I'm glad... I'm glad this was set in 2004 and not 2020 when they say Donald Trump was re-elected. Oh, yeah. Well, look, he got elected in the first place. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, Jack is, better to be on this island. Jack is completely shocked uh, at this screen because he could not believe that George W. Bush would win. And I love the visuals of like the the TV like reflecting yeah. off the screen. It's really cool. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And yeah, Ben basically says, uh, "I'll take you home, Jack." And boom, lost. Uh, I mean, it's for such a meh episode. It's got such a great ending. Yeah, the last scene, everything about it with the introducing and then talking about the, the Red Sox and poor Christopher, rest in peace. Um, 
I mean, it's kind of a weird one to mention, but I guess that's sad. But um, just the cliffhanger as well, because at this point we know Walt and Michael have gone somewhere, and what's to say this show wouldn't have people getting off the island? And obviously in exactly one season time, we'll see people getting off the island, but at this point we're innocent, and who knows, maybe the show was going to head in that direction. So it kind of opened up a whole new thing of, huh, maybe they will actually go off the island. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great ending. It's, yeah, I completely agree with everything. And it's kind of, it's just fascinating to have that reaction because, I mean, I mean, even the fact that they've, what, it's about a hundred odd days since they've been on this island. So, which is still a long time. But, like, you know, we've been watching this show now. 69 days. Don't say anything. I, I would never say anything about that or pearl necklaces. Um... But, well, okay, that's even less time then, but still, like, that's his first taste of, I guess, the outside world to, you know, sort of see that it still yeah. exists and everything. And, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating to see his reaction and just everything along those lines too. So, um. Who would it be instead of Christopher Reeve if this show came out in 2018? Oh, I mean, see. Or, if it was or would it- it wouldn't be Krista Reavers died. It would be Kevin Spacey, uh, <laughs> Louis C.K., Harvey Weinstein. All these people have just gone mental. Well, I think the thing that if Rose- this was like 2016, it would have been like, David Bowie has died or, you know, Prince has died. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, I guess... SpongeBob they- SquarePants. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, the date when we recorded this. The guy who invented SpongeBob SquarePants died. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you who he was until today. But, uh, <laughs> rip Spongebob. Oh, but uh, yeah, it's, I think it's kind of, they've probably just looked at. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. I mean, that was a big one. They've, they've literally probably just looked at who died in the 69 days between the crash and this. And they've just got Christopher Reeve. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, so. Okay. You keep it. I'm going to find other people who died in 2004 to see. <laughs> Oh, Ronald Reagan died in 2004. But was that... That's kind of notable. Ronald Reagan, the actor who's Secretary of State. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you got that That's kind of notable. Well, I mean, for Americans particularly. Like, if they were like, John Howard died. (laughs) John, actually, that would have been a thing for 2004 if this was Australian. John Howard was re-elected as Prime Minister. Oh, no, not Johnny again. (laughs) I guess Christopher Reeves up there. But yeah, I mean... Rodney Dangerfield died. That's a sad death. I didn't realise he died that late. I thought he died a lot longer. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando only died in 2004. I thought he died a lot longer before that too. Charles died. Oh. Prince Charles? <laughs> what? When? <laughs> Today. Wow. He was waiting so long to be king that he died before his own mother. Shit. Oh, Alan King guy. Oh, the esteemed. Oh, Janet Lee from Psycho. I think I said Janet Jackson. Everyone's dying. Spalding Gray. <laughs> Spalding Gray died. The Oz Network, the only show that updates you on deaths that happened 14 years ago. Navy Commander Lloyd Pete Butcher. <laughs> I'd love it if Ben was just reading out like a list of everyone who's. Oh yes, Arafat. <laughs> Artie Shaw died. Imagine if that's how they had a lead with that one. Like you know, your fellow Americans really like George W. Bush. Yes, Arafat died. Not yes, Arafat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking now, I think Christopher Reeve is 
I mean, uh, it's a good one. But hang on. Oh, yeah. Christopher Eve died October 10th. What date is the glass ballerina? Uh, October 11th. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't they get their news there quickly on the island. Uh, admittedly, October, October the 11th, uh, 2006, that episode aired. <laughs> oh, I meant what date on the island, not the oh, air. Oh, on the... <laughs> Thinking, God, they get the news quick on the island. Well, the internet was around in 2004, was it? <laughs> Somebody posted it, it on MySpace. Band on the island. Does it? Do they have a date of like what day it happened on the island? Uh, but it must be November, December. Day 69. Um... Well, they landed September 22nd, but I'm bad at maths. So. Yeah, me too. It's somewhere in 2004. Anyway. anyway, Christopher Reeve is the most notable death of 2004. Case closed. Murphy Brown out. Are we doing with this episode? Uh, bidding, renting, uh, buying, or watching Murphy Brown instead? Um, yeah, it's it's not great, but the flashback is very just average. It has some good stuff. The boat stuff I quite like, and the ending is great. So this is... A, some people view it as like a bottom five episode... It's kind of just a very, like, doesn't move the plot along much at all, but there's some dramatic stuff, so it's, it's a low rent for me. I don't think it's as bad as some people say. It's very, very watchable, is the review. For <laughs> Wait, whose review? <laughs> very watchable. Uh, <laughs> Christopher <Reed. laughs> I'd rate this about a 6 out of 10 Murphy Browns. Um, so, yeah, it's a rent it for me too. And on my list, I have this coming in at, 42nd out of 51 episodes. So, just... Uh, what was 51st? Uh, what was 51st? Uh, 41st, you want to say? Uh, oh, 51st is in last or 41st above it? Yeah. Last. Um, is Fire and Water so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's 40, 41st? Uh, so, just above this is The Whole Truth. And oh, another sun episode. Just below it is dot 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 and found. Oh, another, another sun and June episode. God, I'm it's not faring well for that. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, do we have any mate, answers mate. to this episode? Did we find out what the monster was in this episode? Why the polar bear was here? Uh, <laughs> no, well, the cages, I guess, a little bit, but no. Any questions? I don't think we've got. Anything. What are I don't think so. <laughs> you answered. <What's... laughs> Oh, maybe what are they building? Does Kate really taste... Uh, does soy really taste like fish biscuits? Does the dress really look I better think... on Kate? <laughs> I think what are they building is probably the best. What are they building? What are they doing? Who are they? Yeah. What are they building with the rocks? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Okay, cool. Uh, next dancing. week... <laughs> do we have to do next week? <laughs> Well, I, I just said that this episode didn't move the plot along. Uh, suddenly, this episode looks like uh, a whole season compared to what's coming next week. Can we just agree that next week we're probably... Good, I mean, we say this all the time, we'll be here for three hours, but further instructions, I feel it's not going to take us that long to go through. Locke is a uh, weed farmer, apparently, and can't speak, but the best thing about next episode is... Boom! <laughs> Yeah, that's the one saving grace. Not even fake Jesse can save this episode. Oh my god, I, every time I watch this episode, I swear to god it's Jesse Pinkman, but it's not. 
Bloody yeah. Aaron Paul's twins in this episode. But yes, Boone is back next week. Woo! That's the only thing that you can look forward That's to. That's exciting. Yes. And Miss Echo's back too. Hello. Uh, <laughs> is he? <laughs> the, the lifeless body of Adwella and the Kinu Abaije is just there for these what? How many more episodes is he in it for the rest of this? <laughs> Two. He's literally for the rest of this show ever. He's literally been drugged in these last two episodes. Like you must stay on for a couple more episodes. You cannot leave until <laughs> then. They just pumped him up with some pills. <laughs> uh, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a charming one. Boone is in it for five minutes. Ian Summerholder gives a better performance. He's begging every day on set. No, Ian. All right. Please, please. No, Ian. I bought a house in Hawaii. Oh, he did. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the saddest thing you ever told me, that he bought a house in Hawaii and then got fired. Oh. And Paul Adewale's kicking himself off the show. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's next week. Um, aren't you glad that we've taken four months to come back to this, folks? Um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. That way you'll stay up to date when we do drop our Murphy Brown recap. Uh, <laughs> 256 <laughs> episodes on one day. Oh, stay tuned. What will you do with yourself when that drops? Uh <laughs> 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 subscribe to everything and do what we tell you because because we're awesome um my name is ben and um quit uh, i'm gonna use that line um you never made soup for me and my name is and speak to you in four months thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at the oznetwork.net